0: The hardest working podcast in Portland, Oregon, man.
1: Play no
0: games. What's up, you guys? It's 2023, and it's Cartier Bob back again to freshly start the year. And you know what? Welcome to the Play No Games podcast slash I'm your
2: co-host, Cos Arthur. And I am guest appearing as Jamal. Well, that's my name, Jamal. Not ass, but... you know, what I mean. A little here. bit of both. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Can we get claps when they say my name, please? Well, Jamal!
0: I guess I say my name. So, you. Um, if you like what we're doing, you can like, comment, subscribe. <laughs> um, hit the notification bell. That stuff really actually helps. I know 70% of people who are watching this right now are not subscribed. You know why? Because I look at the numbers and it exhausts me. Um, Obviously, this show is meant to put you all on a higher vibration, higher frequency for self-improvement, for your relationships, and overall wanting to be a better human. So, we're going to go to a hometown favorite. Something that really gets the show going. Our first segment. segment... it's called Play No Games. It could be
3: positive, negative, informative. It could just be about your day. But all you got to do is say, I'm ready to play no games. And our first one, I think we're going to go with Robert. So,
0: <laughs> this is my second to third take doing this. But I don't want to play no games about apologizing to friends. Amen. Do it correctly this time. I would like. <laughs> I feel so- so angry right now. I would like to apologize to this guy right next to me. Hopefully there's a nice close up. So, I have wronged you Jamal and mm-hmm. on tape I would like to apologize. Even though I apologized before, I want to make a public apology because you mean a lot to me. Thank you. And so it's on the record in my nearest future, you will most likely like I'm like 95% sure you'll be a groomsman in mm-hmm. my wedding.
2: Wow, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, what an honor. Wow, what I an like honor. it noted that this is your first apology. Um, but it's okay. I mean, you live and learn, right? It so.
1: takes a big man to be a big man. You want
0: to yeah. know why I know this is not my very first time apologizing for this? It's because I... Because you regretted doing it before? That too. Um, <laughs> uh, because I remember three separate occasions when we went on a walk. One, when I was in, like zero dark mode mm-hmm. 30 uh, and like i was ready to blow some shit up Ooh. allegedly <laughs> um oh, oh my god wait Whoa. a second time out. i'll keep that allegedly um <laughs> uh,
2: figuratively speaking yeah
0: thank you mm, thank you save you yeah. you talked some sense into me and then i remember another time when when you were still doing mackey sauce mackey's world no. no
2: no let's go. No, on man drink.
0: You said you made a drink called Mackey sauce.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember <laughs> that. Y'all see yeah. how bad his memory is? Yeah. You, exposed, right. yourself. Yeah, yeah.
0: you <laughs> exposed yourself. You exposed yourself. You just wanted some sympathy, but I'll give it to you. Uh-huh. So yeah. Yeah. Also, I do remember Mackey sauce. Yeah, yeah. We were watching the game, and I was like, man, I was like, that always haunts me. I want some Mackey sauce. <laughs> that what's, on wait,
1: what's road, Mackey sauce?
0: It's in it. it was one of his crazy concoctions. Yeah. He's like, I'm a bartender.
2: It was, it was a drink concoction, yeah. Um, it was like Mackey's. It was like a margarita, but okay. Mackey's version. Um, mm-hmm. It was good. Okay. I can't. I can't give out the the ingredients. That makes but, sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, saw, I saw the thumbs down, but, but it's all good.
0: I just don't want to play no games about that. And I'm actually. I had something else I wanted to bring up, but I'll save it for later. I want to pass it to. I'll go.
2: Go that's fine. Yeah, we play no games about... <laughs> <laughs> I really don't uh, like We it play up, no <laughs> games about uh, goal setting. Um, yeah. I know everyone has like their, oh, it's a new year, new me. Um, the resolutions. I think for me it's more just like being intentional and being uh, consistent. So for me, I got a couple goals that I'm trying to reach. Um, so definitely reading more is on my plate. I want to read at least 30 minutes out the day. Um, I know it sounds very small, but for me that's a huge step in the right direction because yes, you go from not reading at all. And I don't i don't include social media as reading um, to, like, trying to read, you know, actual books. So, um, what, day three or four of my reading journey has been great. Also trying to have um, more uh, financial flexibility and stability because I want to buy a house this year. That's another goal of mine. <clears throat> so I need to stop buying shoes, clothes, etc. Well, not really stop, but just kind of cut down on of it. Of course. Um, so yeah, that's what I highlight a couple of those goals because um, I guarantee that I am going to accomplish them. That's that's what I want to do. So, yeah.
0: well, I find it very interesting that you haven't mentioned showing up to the show more as a goal.
2: Well, um, I think that kind of speaks for itself, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Casa and I should be talking about a different <coughs> show that we should be working Whoa. on. Oh, look at that. <laughs> you know, um, uh, who knows? Twenty twenty three might be some some big things. Who knows? Yes. Uh-huh. Mackie's World might be come back again. Who knows? You know, but oh, as of right uh-huh. now, um Yeah, I'm just uh uh-huh. I'm just setting some big goals at the and moment. Degenerate. <laughs> hey. Degenerate. I like that.
1: I set my goal last year actually to read more. Did I?
3: <laughs> I read half a book
1: uh, and listened to like two books. There you go. well, you want to call that a dub or not? That's a dub. Uh, I'll Would say you? it's a draw. I'll give it that.
3: That's fair. It's a draw. playing no games
1: about, costs. Um Yeah. Uh, I'm actually going to bring the move down a little bit. Uh, playing no games about role models. Mm. Uh, mm. And someone I looked up to a lot growing up passed away uh, this past weekend. Yeah. Uh, talk, mentioned this to Jamal earlier too. Um, Ken Block mm. passed away in a motor and uh, a snowmobile accident. Ken Block, for people listening, don't know, super legendary drift uh, race car rally driver. Super super, super legendary. If you haven't seen it, go to YouTube. Please type in Ken Block. Uh, Jim Hayek, I think they're called. Uh, he's essentially he's also the owner of Hoonigan. Huge huge. Uh, Blog, magazine, YouTube channel, and pour into the car community, but like his videos are so badass. He was sponsored by Ford. Most recently, he was an Audi guy. Sponsored um, by Monster and Monster, all <laughs> that stuff. Um, super legendary for the car scene, for the drift scene, and just kind of out of the blue, you know, at fifty-five, uh, he passed away in a snowmobile accident. So just you know, thoughts with his family. Um, absolute legend of the sport, and I don't know. I guess it's one of those things you got to appreciate someone um before they're gone. So that one hit me really hard, I'll be honest. Uh, just really out of
3: out of the blue, out of nowhere. Uh yeah. Yeah. That's well, uh mm. my condolences, man. That's 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 sad, man. Um Yeah, uh, lose a, losing um a role model. That's what, absolutely. Yeah. Um and I hate to stay on a sad note, but uh, I thought some prayers to the I forgot his name already. Dang, I feel bad. Uh the Bills player. Yeah the hammer, like um and you know speedy recovery i know he's still in critical condition and so uh just like um for me it's putting like a preference on football and then just the mentality from switching from f- playing football all my life to flipping over to rugby and just understanding the difference and um and mentality uh i was talking to somebody about it the other day i felt like nowadays football's getting back to pay to hurt people um mentality um mm. i was watching uh, uh um, 49ers game and uh, they just were the way they were just sacking the quarterback and slamming him and just trying to like really physically hurt people in this game I think I think we're back to that point of paying to hurt players and um, you know I don't know this incident I, you know a freak accident but that 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 sport is very brutal in, in very aspect ways that you're wearing you're fully padded and I was talking to somebody about it, comparing the difference. You're fully padded, and you hit somebody as hard as you can, as fast as you can. You're not going to feel it because you're padded. But internally, you're, you're going to feel it, Like, and you might not recognize that feeling, too. So being able to just understand that aspect, too. Um, I love the game as a whole. You know, my, I'm a football family. I'm, my family all played football growing up. My My dad, my brothers, my sister, my mom. But it just it for me hurts like that that one hurts you know especially if he would have passed away on the field it really would have like pushed me far away from football so you know my condolences pray for the family speedy recovery and uh, you know hope everything goes well so
2: Uh, I time in really quick sure go for it
3: I'm not trying to make this a sports cast but um
2: I think it's interesting what you said as far as um they're getting back to like hurting players when. I feel like the NFL is doing their best they
3: can to think about player safety. So, uh, but I think it's certain players. Quarterback it, for sure. When it comes to not even all quarterbacks because the way sure, that yeah. Tua, the t- way Tua has been getting hit, and I was, I was reminded, I was like, this reminds me of Cam Newton. When Cam Newton used to get picked, like directly picked on, you could see mm-hmm. the after hits, you could see a lot of this other stuff, and they're not protecting him. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like, Tua is the same way. I feel like there's Carson Wentz was uh, another quarterback who got hit pretty difficult, but when it comes to your superstars like your Dak Prescott's and your Tom Brady's and players like that, then it becomes let's throw the flag, let's make sure these guys are safe. Let's And there's some players out there that are still getting <clears throat> the extras after the whistle, the um, um, Chicago Bears quarterback. Um, Justin, Justin Fields. Fields. Justin yeah. Fields. You got crunched on after a play, and they just let it just oh whatever, just throw him down, smash his helmet into the ground, like all these things. There's like there's certain players that that get treated way differently, um, and I think we just ha- you just have to you know pay attention to the game, and you'll see it. Yeah.
2: Um, and that's this quick last point on this is like I do think that um well first of all I do agree hundred percent certain players are protected more than others. I think the larger conversation might be that. Um, the refs should be, like, independent mm. rather than being owned by, like, the NFL mm. uh, to take away the bias out the game, you know what I mean? And, and uh, conspiracy hat on with, like, sports betting and all that, you know?
3: Mm. Absolutely. Who, who, who
2: knows who's betting on games or not? Yeah, you can get in trouble, but <clears throat> dur- during the uh, the Tim Donahue era, they interviewed, like, 64 referees and 58 of them or like whatever the number was, say that yeah, I bet on games currently. I go to Vegas and bet because you can't bet at all on absolutely anything. And they were all betting on games or whatever or not. So it's um it's very dicey out there in these when these leagues actually own the refs and all that. So But do you feel tough.
3: even with independent refs, do you think that might change the aspect of betting?
2: Uh betting, no, but like the way the games are refed, yeah. Because, I mean, there's no interest from them at all. Because, like, Roger Goodell, Adam Silver, they want to see the top markets playing against each other, the top stars playing against each other. And if it's, um, you know, Detroit Lions with Jerry Goff versus, I don't know, um, uh, let's say Joe Burrow and the Bengals, that Super Bowl is going to be horrible. Who wants to watch that? At the end of the day, it is a business, and they have to make money somehow. So... They are going to push the narrative of the superstars in the agenda for the superstars. Let's get them, um, you know, up up front, you know. So, yeah. sportscast. Uh, the only thing I
1: would <laughs> like to add to that too is there's a lot of questions coming out on like whether he was like vaccinated or not. Some really weird stuff and Tua? conspiracy. No, uh, the Demar Hamlin. Yeah, Demar Hamlin asking if that had some part to do with it. Just really people pulling shit out of where's their the ass. correlation. It's, it's it's some stu- It's some honestly disgusting behavior, Um, and just, I don't know, I wanted to make light of that, just how, like, stupid that is, and that, like, that's where people's mind goes to when, like, a tragic event like this happens.
2: And on top of that, it's like, oh, his GoFundMe page, this seems like a scam, potentially. The goal was $2,500. How, how, how can you get rich off of $2,500? Like, come on now. Yeah. Somebody, that's ridiculous. Somebody
3: was like, you have an NFL contract, why can't you just pay $2,500 and you know, support these kids. But I don't think people understand the significance of different contracts. And he was a walk-on player. It wasn't like he had a major contract. His contract could be 880,000.
2: I mean, let's let's talk about it
3: deeper. All these billionaires and millionaires,
2: they don't spend their money when they, when they make new companies. They have angel investors. They get loans from banks and all this stuff. It's like, you just can't talk to dumb people sometimes About the end of the day. Like, I'm not playing. I'm playing out games about dumb people like just ignore <laughs> them sometimes like it. It's ridiculous, but I digress <clears throat> Sportscast.
0: Hey, we have the ability to be a sports podcast. And I also want to also bring to the conversation too as well. <clears throat> what I don't think. Well, it's not a bad thing. I'm not talking about it. It's just the response for the people who are on the field. Mm. I would say it was quick because I remember there was a soccer player that happened to and, and Erickson happened yeah, at the Euros last year and that saved his life and yeah. um, actually had to bump out the the EKG
1: yeah EKG machine machine out <laughs> on the
0: field yeah so I want to say shout outs to them because you know it seems like he's going to make a speedy recovery and then for people who didn't see the hit I don't think it was like a malicious hit I also think it's like you know the one those freak accidents where like if you get hit just in the right place yep, at the yep. right time, yeah, yeah. and it hits, and it was like one of those. It wasn't... Yeah, It was just a shoulder pad to the middle of his
3: chest, right it, below his sternum, mm-hmm. and it's because he tackled him high, which is, you know, sometimes happens in a lot of games.
0: Yeah, because <clears throat> I've seen it, that it guy's face. Hit,
2: you know, I mean, we're not textbook, but it's a standard hit you see pretty regularly every Sunday. Like high
0: school football and yeah. everything. Because like, i seen the, the guy's face you hit him, like the remorse, he's like, yo, like it wasn't like no get back, none of that. It was just like popped up like whoa and like i actually want to just in the era of men coming together it was just really good to see yeah afterwards them being yeah. like even if because i th- once again think how can i say this these situations happen to the nfl and the nfl out of all our major sports are the least equipped to handle these things and i was i'm like i'm like as always yeah. the nfl handling stuff because the with the NBA, the game would have been shut down immediately. They were like, no one's playing today. I just felt the the camaraderie that they were like, this is bigger than football. And it's so like men really coming together just for that. Even though it's a yeah. sports context, I really liked seeing that. Yeah. A lot of the emotions and things like that. And I was like, that's really dope to see. Because that's very powerful for young men to see that, yo, we're also this, but we're also this. Like we have feelings and emotions. I, I, I really like that.
2: Yeah. yeah. I guess the last point, like, um, back in the nineties, like 99, like a wrestler fell from the top of the, um, Heart. arena Owen Hart. And he died in the ring mm. and they finished the rest of the, the pay-per-view. Yeah. Like how hard oh. can you be? You it's know? Like man yeah. He was like, yeah, we're, we're still going to finish this. Yeah. Really good documentary on a uh, vice about it. Um, Dark side yeah. of the ring, right? Yep.
0: Yeah. Highly recommend checking that out. Well, um, the segue, um, just as much as we have to talk about men uplifting, we have to talk about the slap that was not heard around the world, but we sure heard Will Smith's slap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I'm actually. Power a, slap. Man, I. I'm not going to lie.
1: Because you know they're, they're starting
0: the Power Slap League. Oh.
1: Oh, wow. That's Don't not they gonna... already have that in, like, Russia? Are they or... have it in Russia. <clears throat> hey, Dana White does own that, right? Yeah, I think next month, I want to get into that, too. But uh, they're starting a Power Slap League, which is, like, uh, just... I, like, if Rob and I stood in front of each other, I slap him, he slaps me, whoever quits... The
0: loser. I probably couldn't make it. I was like, I gotta punch you. I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm not having nobody slap me to begin with. The
1: thing <laughs> is, the reality of the power slap league is, you don't, no one quits. They get knocked out. Mm. Because you're, you're not hitting with your finger. You're hitting, like, with your palm. Ugh. And I'm hitting you, like, right here. So it's like, it, it, there's so many knockouts, and it's so stupid. I don't want to get into it, but yeah. Yes. Anyways. So. A lot of jokes about
0: that. We, I, I'm, I'm trying marketing. to be very careful. Huh? I said marketing. <laughs> I'm trying to be very careful to not make light of this. But we got as men, we got to hold men responsible. And let's just say, I thought it was, I thought it was Joe Rogan, but it was Dana White. Dana. Mm-hmm. Dana,
2: come on, man. Ah, that, come was on, that
1: was
0: fucking. I was fucking around. Wow, racist, bro. I Dude. am. Come on. Allegedly, white
2: ball dudes. He bunch of I. I. I, I
1: <laughs> walking around just a bunch of phones walking around. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: I actually want to pass it to our resident UFC wow. guy. Yeah. So tell everyone what Dana White did so New Year's Eve Dana White uh, decided
1: to uh, slap his wife of like 31 years uh, Anne white um, if you haven't seen the video to give full context uh, they're having some argument at some club I believe in Cancun uh, she she does hit him first which a lot of people were defending his actions for that which I, as a man I don't believe in that but she hits him first he hits her twice back. Much harder, of course, because he's like on steroids. <laughs> I'm sorry. Allegedly? And, no, 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 not even allegedly. T- he is on TRT, and he like he's talk he's talked about it too. He's, okay, great. He's, Never mind. He's on the juice. He's fifty something. He has to be. Um, anyways, uh, so he he hits her back twice, and um, yeah, it becomes news. Uh, TMZ picks it up, picks it up really quick because the the post incident interview with TMZ came out the next day. Wow. so I think TMZ had that and went to him first which I I, I think is not good I mm. think I think they gave him way too much respect with uh uh what is that called um, rebuttal mm. um but as a fan of the sport it's disgusting mm. it's truly it's disgusting to see and what's really really disgusting is the silence no comment from the UFC we know what where the UFC stands on domestic violence they signed Gr- Greg Hardy in 2019 mm. had him fight on 2019, and then put him on the same card with Rachel Ostovich, who was abused by a man. So, you're gonna put an abuser on the same fight card as another fighter, a female fighter, who was abused. Nonetheless, uh, no comment from Endeavor, wow. who's the owner of the UFC. No comment from Endeavor. Their, sh- their shares plummeted 6% yesterday. They're back up
2: 5% today. Mm.
1: No comment from ESPN, who's the
2: broadcast partner. Stephen A did comment but he he walked the line though he he was caping for sure he was walking Stephen the line. A he's he's really good about protecting his friends he's like Dana White that is my friend I know him he's a great guy so he caped for him also caped for Jerry Jones when uh, the photo of <laughs> that him bullshit. came out um, in, in Little Rock but go ahead, yeah. Stephen yeah. A. definitely caved for sure, and I, I lost a little respect
3: for him for that. Yeah, um, I love Stephen A. though, but but he style. he bashes a lot of players. When he, uh, he bashes yeah, exactly. a lot of that's other the, people. That's, and the, that's, and that's <coughs> especially so. when they look like him. Yeah.
2: Yes, massa.
3: Someone so, is, it's so crazy because I was real, watching bro. a documentary about that too. Him, Shaq. There's a few other people that were on ESPN that are the same way.
2: Kyrie, when Kyrie's story came out, oh, they bashed Kyrie. Kyrie. Yeah. but Dana White puts his hands on a woman. I don't care if a woman hits you first. As a man, just you should not put your hands on a yeah. woman. Simple as
3: that. You can grab her, hold her, squeeze her, anything else. Don't don't. Ever is, is
2: she wrong for hitting him? Of course. Yeah. Nobody nobody should be getting hit to begin with. But uh, I I just can't respect a man putting their hands on a woman. Simple as that. I yeah. just can't respect that. Nope. Um. Sorry. No. Guys. Exactly.
1: No. No. Thank you. Um. But. And, and really the shame of it is, uh, so Dana's not a commissioner. If this was Adam Silver, if this was Roger Goodell, his ass is out. Okay. I, th- I think to a certain extent we can agree that there would be at least severe consequences.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Dana's a president and a 10% owner of the UFC. Unless there is a huge repercussion, and I'm talking about like Endeavor losing more, because they've already bounced back from their stock share dropping the other day. Uh, there has to be some huge repercussion, I believe, for Dana to actually have some punishment for this. Unfortunately, and you know, it kind of comes down to the fact. Also, MMA is—it's not like the NBA. It's not like the NFL. It's something people watch on Saturday with pizzas and beers with their friends, and and they bet on it and all this stuff. You know, people—it's—it's a—it's a lot. It's tailored very much to the casual. So, I think. All those parties, ESPN, Endeavor, UFC, all these groups, I think, are just gonna wait for this to hold to like blow over, blow over, mm-hmm. sweep it under the rug, whatever. We saw NBA's reaction with Kyrie. If this happened in the NBA, it'd be a different story.
2: I mean, look at even Javante Davis. He got in trouble for trouble for hitting his girlfriend. Nothing happened. Ray a- Rice, and a- he's still fighting. Um, next month or this month, he's supposed to be fighting later this month. Nothing happened. You heard nothing about that. Yeah. And I watch first take every single day. I watch Fox um, to get um, like a balance of what are they talking about. And I heard absolutely nothing about um, Dana White on Fox. Yep, yep. Uh, I heard nothing about Javante Davis. Yeah. Um, Tank Davis, for those who don't know. Um, it's just, it just wild how like when these, these male-dominated sports and these male-dominated, uh, I guess, sports industries and sports talk shows mm-hmm. don't really speak on that. It's really disrespectful. Um, I don't I don't like it, it doesn't sit well with me. Yeah. And they and they have like the woman like like the Molly Karems of the world just kinda like sit back and like kinda like don't say anything. Just like kinda just be quiet. Don't really like say like share your thoughts on the situation. Yeah. Uh now Skip said, Hey you I mean I skip. Um sorry, Robert, my fault. Uh
0: uh Skip's in hot water too, but <clears throat> that's uh,
2: Yeah, I mean yeah, bro, I mean, Stephen A. did say, hey, Molly, I want you to share your thoughts on this, but yeah, she also came for Dana White, too. She was like, I know his, family, his family's so sweet, they so nice in this, but it's like, yeah, I don't know, it's just wrong. I don't like it.
0: I think one thing, because I definitely want to make sure we stay on this topic because I feel like it's very important as men just to talk about it, but one point that AJ brought up that I think that is not talked about enough is because men, I feel like, kind of talk about, We'll just say it like this, and... I think my research may be wrong, but from this documentary I did watch, and please, everyone, fact check me, Fact Dragon, do your thing, um, is I think there's only one active, like, male DV clip, not clip, yeah, DV, like, services, like, an actual man can go into in our entire country. Mm. Mm. And the point that AJ was bringing up, and I feel like a lot of guys get in this borderline where, like, you've already left you've already done the things and like the last thing you could do to protect your face or do anything like that is to restrain a woman. And I feel like that's not like, that has to be like the last of the last of the last results because leaving is the best option. Yeah, Not even engaging in that conversation is the best option. And I feel like that, even if, even if there's a situation as all of you have brought up where I'm like, all right, I'm doing the things hitting a woman, not just to based on, strength or chivalry is just kind of like that's not you and i remember a time when i was so frustrated no did i I hit a woman no but like i remember i I slammed the drawer and i was like yo like this is like crazy and like for a person to be like that's scary and i was like you're you're already scary even though antagonized, followed this that tried to leave There's no win-win, and I feel like as men, I feel like there's a lot of men that have those stories where, like, I'm doing the things, but nobody's hearing me. Mm -hmm. And in even those positions and places, you got to have the wherewithal and strength to be like, you know what? I'm not going to get pummeled on. I'm not going to do this. I just need to find my, I need to find a way out. Whether that is me closing the bathroom door and me sitting here for two hours That's good enough. Even though leaving the premises is probably the best thing. So I think I'm glad that you kind of brought that up because I feel like, yes, we always tell dudes, you got to leave. You can't do this, but there's a lot of situations where that's not talked about because domestic violence for men is not smoked, spoken up about a lot that there's that gray area of like, I'm not doing nothing. She's pursuing me. And I feel like just really find whatever piece, hide in the closet, like not that
3: shit. And you kind of bring up a good point because I, I don't know if a lot of people are making comedy of it, but like the blue face situation and his his oh, yeah. girl. That's not funny to me. Like. And, and you know, people Sometimes are like or... making jokes about how he gets beat up by her and all this other stuff. And it's like popular news, but people don't understand the impact because you can see his fear with her when they have – A inter- See, Like you can see his fear in their conversations. And when he says something or he might slip up and – say something out of pocket and she's like, what, what'd you say? And you can just see him like as a young man, it be, it's almost like demoralizing to an extent, but it's like, it's also like, how far do we go? You know what I'm saying? How far do we, how far can we go before we have to remove ourselves? But now you're getting followed. Now you're getting a brick thrown through your window. Now you're getting this and that. Now you're dealing with the damages of what it, what it is. But And y'all bring up great points. I mean, you look at Johnny Depp. And people just made jokes about him,
2: you know, all all day. And it's like, to your point, like, where, where can men actually go? Like, yeah. they go to their friends. I mean, I would hope your friends don't laugh at you if you if you, you know are coming to them in that vulnerable moment. But um,
0: you know, it's just sad overall. It's it's horrible. Yeah, and I appreciate you guys going with me there because both conversations need to be talked about extensively. I know. Ledgers of podcasts can kid could be like done about it. I just exactly. But I just feel like that doesn't get talked about or like what because men aren't just heard and I get it. There's certain men who take advantage of situations and things like that. But just getting back on what cost and everyone was talking about was just like I find it still very ironic and interesting that. We heard about the Will Smith slap for fucking months. <laughs> months and months and months. We hear about it right now. He can't get a movie. <laughs> His Emancipation movie ain't popping. <laughs> but but, but this. They, they, they said not. that was going to happen. Huh? They said that was going to happen. Oh, no. But I'm saying I just find it interesting that even though not trying to equate that, you know, he slapped a dude, you know, that saying Because, you know, what he did still, you know. Fucked up to Chris Rock. I, I still say that you handle that behind closed doors. Like, you can't mm-hmm. even talk to my wife like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I just find that interesting that it's not as publicized. Yeah. Which is very, very, very interesting. Uh, yeah. And I think the reason it's not publicized, a big part, has to
1: do with, like, ESPN having a big deal with the UFC. ESPN making sure they don't talk about it. I'll give you an example. Uh, The the the, the MMA journalist that the ESPN hired, the Brett Okamoto's of the world hate to speak bad about brett okamoto but they're all (laughs) lapdogs to dana they don't they don't ask him hard questions they're all softball questions um they're all just like oh what's the plan for this event oh what are you guys doing in brazil all this stuff meanwhile the the journalists that have been the guys who like asked like hey why aren't fighters being paid more hey why 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 is this guy you know john jones has this case against a pregnant woman he beat up why is he still on the roster? What is these guys those journalists have been blackballed from the UFC. The Ariel Hawanis, the Luke oh, Thomas is really? of the world. They're not allowed. They don't, they don't get press press passes anymore. They, they have they have their own platforms, which people do luckily people they have a big following. I'm a huge like Ariel Hawani guy where um you have to go and you have to seek him out now. The UFC and ESPN will Dana didn't when Ariel got hired by the ESPN, Dana wanted him fired because he didn't like him. So then Ariel had to jump through hoops just to work at ESPN until eventually he left on his own will because he's like, fuck this.
2: Wow, that's the power of media. The power of media, the power of being
1: the man in charge. There's one last thing I want to just finish with. Uh, The whole Dana White thing too. The last couple years, a lot of not great stuff has been coming out about Dana. Okay, it's all been fighter pay, employee treatment, the journalist stuff, all this stuff. This is really just another one to put up there on that shelf, and I think if you are a fan of the sport, he's just a necessary evil now. Because I'll tell you now, I'd be very shocked if anything comes of this.
3: So, I think maybe it's Jake Paul. Jake, when Jake Paul Jake challenged, Paul. Yep. challenged a White. Yeah. Jake. Um, do you feel like this is now something that really needs to happen in the sense of like someone need to beat and beat him up? <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh>.
1: <laughs> sure, why not? Yeah. To be honest, everything Jake said about Dana's spot on. Jake, Jake was Jake did his research and he was spot on about everything. He did a whole diss track. It's a terrible diss track, but the points he made, he didn't bring up some really good points specifically about like playing favorites and fighter pay and all this stuff. But like in that situation, now Jake's got a lot of ammo, honestly, if you're looking at it that way too.
3: <laughs> yeah, no, nah, because as, as the Dana White situation keeps, that's who I think of the most, bringing a lot of that <laughs> stuff out. So. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, one thing I do want to bring up um, is we always talk about what millionaires should be doing. We always talk about mm-hmm. what we should be doing. Where it's kind of like, when I'm in my role and I'm at my job and what I do.
3: What do you do? I mean, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Tell the world that you do, Robert. I'm a... <laughs> I'm <laughs> a
0: <Cartier safe>. salesman. <laughs> yeah, that is, yeah. I, I sell Cartier bracelets, you know <laughs> thank think? Yeah. Are you Tommy from Martin?
2: Their <laughs> domestic abuse?
1: Yeah.
0: Um I couldn't find an exact
1: number, but eight percent of men who call the domestic abuse line actually find it helpful, and sixteen percent say that they were made fun of or just dismissed on the call.
0: Damn. Damn but I can't find like an exact number of like shelters that are open to for men exclusive. It's like I can't just is he being picked up? Do you think that being picked up with Interesting. So so say that again. So
2: 8% of men find it helpful when they call the DV line. 16% were um, talked about or dismissed and, or, made fun um, of. or made fun of. And there's not an exact number of, um, uh, I guess, centers or shelters that men yeah, can go to. Yeah, DV so, cells.
0: Yeah. And, and maybe because I'm just in social work and things like that, they turn men away that have been battered from, like, the women's shelters. So the reason why I bring this up, and I don't need – Andrew, to, for you to pull this up. There's thousands shelters for women to go to. Not saying it's a bad thing, but he couldn't find one. Ain't that ain't that telling? And the reason why I kind of want to bring this up, and or not just that, but thank you for that. But just bring up the piece of like, when is it on the viewer where like, I'll just say this, I love Katie. Katie's my dude, but like, if he did something. But if he did something to this magnitude, I would really have to question like, man, I've already bought into him. You know, I got his jerseys. Obviously, I'm not going to go burn the jersey, but like, hmm. my support has looked different.
2: Can we go a step further, actually? Go further. Ooh. Rather than like a celebrity, you know, what about one of your friends? Like, what if one of your friends uh, put their hands on your grill and you may have, and you saw it? are you checking your friend or like, what are you doing in this? Absolutely. Situation? You
3: have to, I've, I've, I've beaten up friends for doing that. I, I, I have, I, I tell people that all the time. I, I tell kids that I tell adults that like, I, i kids I, at 18, I, I young kids, everything. I, yo, like I, I highly, I highly hate it when men, young boys put their hands on women, regardless. It doesn't matter what she might've said to you. Don't matter the situation. I'm I'm checking them. So, I mean, like if you think about statistics, probably I'm sure that
2: somebody we know, like one of our close friends, has probably done it before. You know, so yeah, I definitely respect you um, for speaking up and doing something about it. Because I'll, just, I'll you even
3: know. I'll even reference a time. So I, I, as some of y'all know, I, I do night security sometimes, and I, I'm at a bar, and the situation breaks out between two ladies fighting. The man, one of the one of the guys' girlfriend, who was in the process of fighting grabs his girl, takes her to the other side of the bar, and he's, like, grabbing her and, like, grabbing her by her collar, yanking on her, and I walk over there. for I forget completely about the fight. And I'm like, look, bro, and he's, like, trying to explain to me, like, I'm trying to stop her from fighting. I said, no, I understand but don't put your hands on a woman like that. He's like, I, I didn't put my hands on it. I said, do not put your hands on a woman like that. I don't care if that's your wife, your daughter, your sister, your mother. I said, if I'm here, don't ever put your hands on a woman like that. And I, and I was like, and if I have to say it again, it's going to be a problem. I said, like, I, don't, I don't care who she is to you. I don't care, but don't do that. And he kind of got upset, but he shook my hand, and, and we kind went of our, went our separate ways. But I was like, for me, like, if that's my mom – that's my sister. Like, if that those are my relatives, I, I always think about that. Like, and I think as a man, like we have to stop. We have to stop that. Like, I think there's a point where it's like, yeah, you might feel tough and and beat your partner up, but I, it's just like, that's that's just going too far. Like it's, it's going way too
0: far. So, to answer your question, I would definitely. My thing is, I don't do, like, the bystander effect where I'm going to watch something happen, but I do want to observe before I intervene, where, like, AJ has more uh, skills when it comes to, like, observing high pressure situations, but, like, for me, where, like, if I'm seeing, like, a person, let's just say if she was, like, being, like, drug on, like, the ground, things like that, I'm going to be like, bruh. Like, you know, that can't be happening here. But I also take it to this, to answer your question, no, it's, I have, it. I think I akin it to if I'm kicking it with, and i use used AJ's for this example last time, I'll use Koss. If I'm kicking with Koss, and I know Koss is cheating on his girl, and I I know this, I don't think I can really kick it with Koss like that, because if you're willing to do that to her, yeah, what are you saying about me? What are you thinking about me? Because you're doing that to someone who you say that's close. So I would say... And I, I've had this luxury I don't I walk around because I personally have a high character because my thing is I see the greater good in all people I know at least when I'm around people people be like ah you know if I was doing that I ain't gonna do that around Robert because they they know I'm gonna do something about it mm-hmm. not saying I'm gonna put my hands depending upon the situation but like I'm gonna be like bro that's some sucker shit I'm not with that And I feel like That is like The air So to answer your question I would say For particular friends I'm gonna I'm gonna step up Because if we have A true friendship If I'm not my best Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah You gotta tell me Mm
3: -hmm. Facts
0: So With that being said Who knew that this Our very first show Would be This Powerful Powerful We have facts We have Humor We have it all and I think this episode would be the perfect episode for us to do one of our segments to close out. Do you Does
2: know anybody know what he's talking
1: about? No. Um,
2: <laughs> um
1: Left on Red.
3: Oh. That's why I, I, I thought that's what it was,
1: but <laughs> that's why I looked at you because that's I just know that's the name they didn't want.
0: <laughs> so we got two left on Reds. Oh, absolutely. Whoa. So we're going to save one for the other one. We're going to do this one now. So could y'all, he don't, because we know he really don't be watching because he confused.
2: I definitely know what left on Reds. I definitely <gasps> watch the podcast. He that's why, question all the time. That's why I say, like, turn the volume up on the mic. <laughs> because I'm in my car and I can't hear. full blast. Again. <laughs> I know, legit. Because, like, I, ha- I listen to two podcasts, um, New Royal Mall podcast, and I listen to this podcast. And um, when the show is over, when the show is over, the volume is normal. The it sounds very clear. And then I go to this podcast. It's like
0: and I can't hear my fan. Hey, fam. RJ, stare him down, stare him down. With, with all due respect, I can't hear. Stare him down. So. Tell him when Rob gets a budget, he go get he, he go get anything he wants. <laughs> yeah, mute, mute his mic. <laughs> Disrespectful. <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> Disrespectful. Disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Oh I'm working hard so we can get him what he needs. He he's actually making magic with with he's, he's, with he's, chopsticks in a he's fork. A, he's
1: like Tony Stark in the first movie in the cave and building the robot.
0: <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, he is. I mean, don't get me wrong, I make it work. I... <laughs> this is like <laughs> racist, isn't it? No. <laughs> no I'm just... Whoa, whoa, he's actually a BIPOC.
2: Stop. It's a, it was a joke. Okay, just let you know. It's white passing though. No. Whoa! You <laughs> something about your wife?
0: Whoa!
2: Oh, she she would get so mad she heard that.
0: <laughs> actually. I told her
2: she's a white Mexican. She does not like that.
1: Oh, <laughs> she
0: she actually watches the show. so she'll That's find like, is you. She mixed
2: at all? No, she's Mexican. She's full. Yeah. yeah she's
1: she full, just, right? just like yeah, hundred yeah. percent full
0: Mexican. can like, you tell her she passes? As well.
2: I said that you're you're white passing, and she hates it. <laughs>
1: Like, yeah, I want it
3: <laughs> <laughs> Thank
0: you. Check in in the summer while we get this fixed or sooner. It's not than that. poor
3: quality,
2: make it clear. Just low work compared to the other shows.
0: So I'll just say this. We have a, and we'll try to keep it three, four minutes with this. Yeah. So we have this left arm red from Celine Hermes. Y'all, shout out, out Celine. Hey, Celine. I've been fucking up names. So he asked, how do you get (laughs) over... I don't know what He asked... Oh, it's a guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He asked, how do you get over a past relationship?
2: Mm. Yeah, it's easy.
0: The best way to get over somebody?
2: Drugs. Well... Getting under someone else? No. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm. Um, uh, I'm not qualified to answer this question. So somebody else. Uh,
1: focus on yourself. I think starting a new hobby or finding passion in a hobby you did before that person sucked up your time. Okay, top G. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> not, not sucked up their time uh i think i think in reality that's what happened you have all this free time now i think uh either getting to a new hobby or get back into a hobby that you liked before really goes a long way because it's bettering yourself it's focusing on yourself doing what you like learning only benefits could come from that unless your hobbies were like doing drugs or anything like that but (laughs) like heavy partying um but yeah i'd say focus on yourself find that hobby you may find someone else doing that hobby too. You know, if there's a little community mm. there and whatnot. Uh, there you go, two for one, right Saucy. there. Saucy. Uh, help you get over. Find something to find. Find someone else will get you help you get over it too. Uh, but there you go. Yeah, I'd say focus on yourself. All right, true love. What you got?
3: Interesting. Um. Uh, so I'm very. I'm very similar to cost. I think. I think it comes down to refining like who you are before. Um. I think that's an important aspect of like that. I, that piece um, coming from experience. When you get into a relationship, sometimes you lose yourself. And I think uh, once that relationship is over that, that shuffle of like who I was, like similar to Costa saying, finding old hobbies or finding new hobbies is, I think becomes very important. Um, but it, it's really about what can I learn? What did I learn? And how can I improve? Not trying to dwell on the negative or the, the past experiences or, um, the good times and the bad times, just think about all the things that you learn from your experience and apply that to yourself so that you can find someone new and give them that. So,
1: yes. Yes.
0: So I'm going to try to keep this 120 seconds or less. So I love what y'all said. And one of the things I want to bring is everyone asks, was this healing elixir for, a relationship. And I will say the great equalizer is always time. Absolutely. And I want to couple it with what are you doing with that time costs mm. AJ as well as Jamal talked about things you should be doing. Cause if you're not working on healing, if you're not, <laughs> no, if you're not working on healing yourself yes. and you're just filling that time with BS, then it's going to linger and it's going to drag and obviously, depending upon how traumatic the relationship is, is going to take that in. But, like, everyone's asked or have this has this thought of, like, if I do these things, I'm going to be healed. You're always in a constant state of healing. And once you kind of know that, then you getting to the next spot will be, be more helpful because at the end of the day, if you're in a new relationship and you are comparing or I'll just say this, comparing slash judging this new person from, the past you're not healed because mm-hmm. they get a clean slate so i would say what you're doing at that time is very important amen and with that being said if you are lower listeners this is a two-for-one special so stay put stay put this is the end of part one of no games, New Year but... kickoff. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um This is
1: Stay, subscribe to f- keep up with the next part two.
0: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. This will be out in This is unscripted,
2: definitely, huh? Not working. Working this. It's not
0: how we usually end. But um, uh, I'm Cartier Bob from. Oh, fuck it. No, this is. How should we end it? Because we're gonna do a part two.
1: So, stay tuned for part two. Thank you for watching. Hit that like, subscribe, follow on the Instagram, which is called lookhere.fri. And if you'd like to donate to what we're doing, please donate
0: to dollar sign hero Bob. Thanks for watching. (laughs) (laughs) What? So you can actually hear it. (laughs) Uh Ha ha. Okay, money bags. Uh, How about you support? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm rich. I ain't got my wallet on me.
1: Thank you for listening. Uh, I've been Koss. I'm Arthur. I'm Jamal.
0: <laughs> I'm Cartier Bob. You probably wonder if I
3: think of you. Sorry, I'm for
2: the bag right now. Yeah, I'm for the bag right now. Yeah, for the bag that I never had. Yeah, you probably mad right now. Yeah, I got a two piece now. What shit, I think they call them groupies now.